He could hear Charlie yelling at him, Look at me, G! Look at me! But G-Dub didn't look. He didn't want to encourage the boy. Charlie was climbing up into a young cottonwood, crawling out onto a wayward branch that hung over the creek and dropping himself off into the middle of the water with a whoop. He must have done it ten times, with the dog running up and down, barking the whole time, and G-Dub had just about had enough. The weather was getting hotter, the fishing was bad, and Charlie was driving him right round the bend. He pulled in his line. Suddenly there was a crack of noise as loud as a rifle shot and a splash, and G-Dub leaped where he sat. He looked downstream wide-eyed. Charlie was nowhere to be seen. The yellow shepherd was leaping and barking frantically on the bank. G-Dub jumped to his feet and scanned the creek bank anxiously. No skinny, naked little boy, just a fairly large cottonwood branch floating away from him in the middle of the water. G-Dub's heart fell into his stomach, and he started running toward the broken tree, hollering for Charlie. He was already barefoot, so he didn't have to worry about taking off his shoes when he dove headlong into the murky water near the last place he had seen his brother. The water wasn't very deep, but it was impossible to see anything, so he groped along the slimy bottom with his hands until he couldn't stay under anymore and exploded to the surface with a gasp. He flung his dark hair out of his eyes with a toss of his head and scanned the bank again. No boy, but the dog had joined him in the water and was dog paddling around in a circle close to a tangle of cottonwood roots. G-Dub struck out toward the dog. Charlie! he yelled. Out from under the cottonwood roots next to the bank, a boy's voice responded, Here, G-Dub. G-Dub's arm paused in mid-stroke, and he grew faint with relief right there in the water. Just as he reached the undercut bank, Charlie's blonde head popped up from under the root tangle, practically in G-Dub's face. G-Dub was so glad that the child was alive that, for a second, he forgot to be angry and reached out to hug him. When his hands touched Charlie's bare shoulders, he shook him instead. What in the turkey feet do you think you're doing? G-Dub, Charlie gasped. There's somebody dead down there. You're lucky it ain't you, you punkin head, G-Dub spat, too angry to listen. He climbed onto the bank and tried to heave the boy up after him, but Charlie resisted. No, no, Charlie sputtered as he crawled out of the water on his own. Listen to me, I'm telling you there's a drowned woman stuck up there under them branches. I was on the tree and the limb broke and I fell down there and I felt her long hair in her face. G-Dub hesitated. By this time, Charlie was out of the creek and dancing with excitement on the grass. G-Dub, sitting on the ground with his feet still in the water, wiped his hair out of his face. You're just imagining things. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, Charlie exclaimed hysterically. Go down and see. I swear it's true. Go down and see for yourself, G. Charlie's manic certainty gave G-Dub pause and he grabbed the boy's arm to settle him down. All right, he soothed. I'll dive under there just to hush you up, even though it's probably just old dead goat, and I'll get the pox or something, and it'll be all your fault. Gee, Dob, Charlie wailed. All right, mercy. You stay right here and don't twitch a toe. I mean it now. He looked back over his shoulder at the shepherd. Dog, he ordered imperiously. You watch this here, boy. G-Dub slipped back into the water, 
took a deep breath, and ducked under the roof of cottonwood roots. He could see nothing, of course. The water was a gray-green swirl of dappled light and shade, cooler under the branches. The slimy mud squished between his bare toes. It was just the kind of sheltered place in which a big old catfish would love to lurk, or a nest of water moccasins, and G-Dub shuddered in spite of himself. He swung his arms tentatively through the water a couple of times, hitting a branch or two in the muddy bank. Then his fingers passed through what he at first thought was floating vegetation, fine floating weeds. He swung his hand back and his fingers tangled. Hair. He resisted an urge to gasp, just releasing a couple of bubbles. He brought his fingers to his face, close enough to confirm that they were entangled in what looked like long, dark hair.